It's the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA, from the Tri Cities to Olympia to DC, we break down, break it all down the stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser with your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. Good afternoon. Time for another edition of The Bottom Line on News Radio 610 KONA. Ed Dawson with you. Uh, Rob off today. And um, I think we're going to talk about a couple of debates that happened last night. 547-1610, 509-547-1610. And uh, you can also email us by going to the website 610kona.com. Go to the bottom line page and send us your question or your comment. Um we don't have to take these in any particular order. I will start with uh, maybe the vice presidential debate. Um, if you want to talk about that or the gubernatorial debate, we can we can kind of bounce around. That's fine. Um, interested to know uh, if you actually watched all of the VP debate or if you watched a little bit of it and consumed uh, the rest from social media, uh, regular media, or anything like that, um, you know, and, and if you felt like you heard enough that uh, that you could make a comment about what you heard. 5471610 is the number. Um, I, I found a couple of things interesting. I, I, do, I do go on social media because I, I think it's important for me to – kind of an idea, kind of a pulse of what people are thinking, although it is uh, mostly just a cesspool of uh, people that are trying to outdo one another and being vulgar and and, uh, shaming others, and it's just kind of a a chaotic scene. But I do think it's important to go on social media and see if there are any trends, uh, what people are talking about. That's also why we have this show, although uh, nowhere near the cesspool that social media is. Uh, We like our listeners, uh, even the ones that don't agree with us. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? It's Kevin from Ridgeland. Hey, Kevin, what's on your mind? I got a question for you. Does uh, watching the the governor last night, does he wear hearing aids or is he the only one that had an earpiece in his ear that reflected off the light last night? You know, I I don't know. I thought I caught something like that as well. Um, I, honestly, I don't I don't know. I don't want to say that he does wear a hearing aid because I don't know for for sure. Um, you know, I I just I don't know the answer to that. I apologize, uh, but yes, I saw the same thing that uh, that you did. I believe a little bit of reflection there. Uh, let's. Uh, Let's go to this line. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from today? Ed, what's happening is Mike. Mike, you tell me what's happening. You're the man. Well, um, you're a little bit smarter than me on a lot of this stuff, so (laughs) I'm going to drop this on you and just see what you think. Okay. I don't understand the notion of winning and losing a debate. It's not an athletic contest. It's not a there's no points that are scored. The debate for me is to find out what your viewpoint is on 
back in the day, we called it a platform, and you had planks in your platform, and one of your planks was uh, pro-life. One of your planks was no taxes. One of your planks was uh, Second Amendment, on and on and on, and it just seems like that nobody's willing anymore to say, this is my platform, this is who I am, if you like it, you like it. If you don't like it, you don't like it. But the goal now in today's world is to say whatever you feel like you have to say to get elected. And so are you going to be for something if you want to get elected? Are you going to be against something if you want to get elected? Because then once you get elected, you do whatever you want. And a perfect example was, do you remember when Obama was on Jay Leno and Leno asked him, so have you got your kids that dog yet? And Obama said, come on, Jay, that was a campaign promise. So you, you, you just, I just don't understand. I don't get it. Right? I don't understand why people aren't watching them so that they can get more information and less worry about the emotional value of it. Appreciate the call as always, Mike. And don't sell yourself too short. You are pretty astute on, on these sort of things. Um, Yes, I think. Well, a couple of couple of things in in what Mike said. Uh, yes, ninety nine percent of the politicians out there will say whatever they can to get elected, because when you are elected, it uh, it provides you power, and sometimes money, but uh, mostly power. Uh, whether you're talking about a seat on the city council, a uh, governor's uh, mansion position, or the president. It's, uh, it's about politics has become acquiring and trying to keep the power that is in that position um, for as long as you possibly can or until you just give up and, and say, I'm done with this, and, and you quit. The other point... Um, that that Mike makes is uh, yeah there are there are winners and losers in debates and um, even though it is not a competition I would submit this to you Mike and to anybody else who's wondering about this um, votes can be won or lost in a debate uh, just go back in in recent history to you know, some moments, some phrases uh, that come back to bite candidates. And yeah, you you may not. It, let me back up. It is much easier to lose a vote or a voter than it is to gain a voter uh, in a debate, especially in this time where most everybody has already made up their mind. Yeah, there's some people that haven't. Yeah, there's independents that are searching for more information to help them uh, best choose who they think can can handle the job. But it is a competition. It is uh, it's an important competition. Uh, the, the the polls that come out after debates, the the scuttle that you see um, on social media or, or around the proverbial water cooler um yeah, it's all important, and it is important for those elected officials to keep that power that they have. Appreciate the call as always, Mike. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Uh, Dan from Kennewick Hi, Dan. What's up? Well, um, 
I was a little disappointed in some aspects about the debates, both debates. Um, I thought Kamala Harris was a more intelligent woman. And I know she's probably smart, but she really didn't come across last night as a very um, confident and intelligent woman. Um, I was surprised in Mike Pence. that he, he has this silent aggressiveness about him. Um, and he was a pit bull. He just wouldn't let up. And I was impressed about that. Now, our local sham, um, Jay Inslee just can't let it go. He cannot let go being humiliated in the presidential try. Um, it seems like he can't say anything without blaming Donald Trump. Um, everything seemed to be deflected towards Donald Trump, just like Kamala Harris. She she danced around and deflected most of the important questions, and she had a lot of talking points that were just repeated. And if she was Pinocchio, she would have knocked over that plexiglass, let me tell you. <laughs> Appreciate the call. 547-1610-509-547-1610. I will say this uh, about the vice presidential debate. Um, again, uh, these these are snapshots, and yeah, sometimes can, uh, you know uh, campaigns are uh, made and broken by debates and how and how uh, they perform. Um, I I do you know say what you will about her politics. Yes, Kamala Harris is a smart person. I mean she's she's I mean she's not maybe not Mensa, but she's. She's a reasonably intelligent woman. And, uh, you know, politics aside, she just doesn't look very comfortable. She's not a good debater, which is ironic because she's also an attorney. And that usually is one of the prerequisites to being an attorney, or at least a good one, is the ability to debate. Mike Pence is a better debater. And 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 he showed that last night. I'll dive into the uh, the Washington State side in just a moment. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hey, this is Pete from West Richland. Hi, Pete. Uh, I've watched the debates, and I noticed that the, the facilitator, or whatever you want to call her, was kind of biased. Uh, that, that was my take on her. And also, I kind of agree with you on the power issue, but it seems like... Uh, Joe Biden was in politics or is in politics for the money, i.e., his son, if you get my drift there. Sure. Yeah, no, I appreciate the call, Pete. Thank you so much. I mean, power and money have become synonymous with one another. Uh, Power can lead to money, money can lead to power, and it is a a cycle. Uh, But elected position is the power. You hold elective. Uh, you hold elected office. You possess power, and that can begin that cycle of money, fame, and more power. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from today? Oh, they didn't want to hang with us. Why don't we take a time out here? Five four seven one six ten five zero nine five four seven one six ten. I want to get your take on. 
either or both of the debates last night, the vice presidential debate, the Washington gubernatorial debate. I'll give you some of my thoughts on uh, both. Uh, but I want to get a, I want to get your take on, uh, especially if you watched and or listened to most of both of them. Back with more of the bottom line after this. Join the show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610. Back to the bottom line with Robin Ed, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610, KONA. This is the bottom line, News Radio 610, KONA, 547 509-547-1610. Jason Hogue with American Family Insurance. Make sure that you and your family and even your business is completely covered. Visit jasonhogue.com to see everything American Family Insurance has to offer. Set up an appointment with Jason today. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from today? Max from Kennewick. Hi, Max. uh, You were talking about, uh, I watched the debates last night, both of them, I thought Pence did great, and I thought uh, Cope did great. But that aside, you were talking about campaign promises, and one of the things that strikes me is you may or may not like the guy. You shouldn't vote because of that. But irregardless, I defy you to find me a politician in recent history who has done as good a job as trying to live up to his campaign promises as Donald Trump. He has tried on everything he talked about in his campaign to make it happen. He wasn't always successful because of Congress, even his own party sometimes. But his integrity in that area is unquestioned as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I wish that there would be more lucid discussion about the Affordable Care Act because people, especially the Democrats, keep trying to bring it up as a negative thing that Trump wants to cancel it. Somewhere between 70 and 90 percent of Americans hated the Affordable Care Act. It doesn't work. And the experts agreed with that because it's a pyramid scheme that depends upon young, healthy Americans signing up for it. And they don't because they don't need it. So it doesn't fund itself and it doesn't work. And people keep saying you're terrible. You want to get rid of it. It fails anyway. So it's a a non-moot argument. And unfortunately, I don't think the Republicans and or Trump have done a very good job of making that point home as well as coming up with other ideas. And that, that's basically what I wanted to say. Appreciate that, Max. A couple of really good points there. Uh, certainly, um, I like your point about the campaign promises. Um, I was I was trying to I was trying to go in my head and, and think about something that. Uh, that Trump has completely done a 180 on that he promised he was uh, going to do. Um, and I nothing jumps out. Uh, I'd have to give it some more thought. But again, um, this is this is a non-politician or at least somebody who is not a career politician that we're talking about. So he's uh, he's not as caught up in saying whatever it takes to get elected. I'm sure there, I mean, there was plenty of things that he said that helped him get elected, but I think he has done a decent job of following up on that. Um, so that's a good good take. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hey, uh, Dan from Kennewick. Hi, Dan. What's going on? Well, I, let's 
listening to the last few callers, you know, there's a couple of points made that I, watching the debate, I, I question myself. Number one, I think Kamala is a better debater or speaker than she, than she showed on there. But, cause I, but I think what happened was Mike Pence came in there with the same uh, game plan that Trump did, but he was a little more civil about it. And that was to get her off of her plan, just like he did with Biden. And, you know, I, 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 I'm not saying I'm for Kamala Harris at all. I, I just think um, uh, Pence has got to, he, he, one of the callers said something about him blaming stuff on, on the president. It's his job to support his boss. And as long as he's not running against him, he's going to continue to say things in support of. And that's why he kept trying to bring, come back to the point of all the things that Donald Trump has done. And what's your take on that? Uh, well, first of all, I appreciate the call. I, I think uh, some of the and this is this is something I was afraid might happen, but uh, it's totally fine. We can work through it is that I think some people were confusing the two debates where somebody will make a, a take on one debate and switch over to the other. I think that uh, one of the callers uh, was talking about Jay Inslee only blaming uh, Trump uh, for everything in the Washington gubernatorial debate and not so much Mike Pence. Um, so, you know, that's that's an interesting thing. I think that I think that could be could be part of it um, that uh, Kamala Harris came off looking like uh, she wasn't a good debater because Mike Pence uh, was on the offensive so much. So, yeah, was it was it Pence is such a great debater? Uh, she's not a very good debater. A little bit of both. Um, yeah, yeah, that's 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 a good take. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Yeah, this is Art from Kennewick. Hi, Art. Hi. Um, yeah, what I think here is that I think Biden wants to uh, kind of hang with a little bit of a lead. I think he's got a little bit of a lead from with Trump, uh, you know, and the, having the coronavirus. Uh, he does not want a debate for that is Biden. Uh, if Biden would have to answer if he wants to go ahead and pack the Supreme Court. And I think if he answers that, I think it's going to really uh, uh, kind of be a, a sore spot with, with a lot of people also on the fracking and everything. You know, they talk about talking about Trump lies uh, boy, I'm telling you, they sure change their position, and, and they don't uh, uh, go ahead and uh, admit uh, uh, what they, how they've deceived the people. I have seen a couple signs around the neighborhood where I live where it's like Trump is nothing but a liar. But, you know, they're politicians. Both uh, uh, probably people go ahead and talk out of this, both sides of their mouth at times, but... Uh, in the uh, gubernatorial debate, I thought Colt did uh, very well. I don't think Inslee wants to go ahead and debate him. I thought uh, Colt uh, was better at the points. Uh, he uh, he kind of threw it in the face of Inslee for not being very effective, you know, in the downtown thing of Seattle taking over that uh, that area. 
Art, we're up against the uh, the clock. We really appreciate the call. Excellent points. We'll break down more of those debates on the other side of this. This is the bottom line. News Radio 610-KONA. News Radio 610-KONA. From the News Radio 610-KONA News Center, I'm Ed Dawson. A 20-year-old Yakima man has been arrested, charged for allegedly being involved with a drive-by shooting Wednesday afternoon. A female witness told police she not only heard shots fired, but managed to get pictures with her phone of the suspect and his getaway vehicle, including the license plates. Suspect was taken into custody a short time later. Kennewick School Board got an update from the district as uh, to its preparedness in welcoming back students to school buildings after going over topics like protocols, PPE, air filtration systems and others. The board did not move the start dates that were changed last week. Tier 2 special ed students and preschoolers will begin hybrid learning next Monday, the week after kindergarten through 5th graders and middle and high schoolers on November 2nd. And the State Labor and Industries Department has uh, fined two businesses in eastern Washington for violating coronavirus-related rules. True Value of Moses Lake penalized $1,500 for masking violations. Zips Drive-In in Ritzville fined $2,400 for two violations. LNI has fined eight businesses in total for violating state coronavirus regulations. I'm Ed Dawson, and you're listening to News Radio 610-KONA. Speak your piece. Call 509-547-1610. More of The Bottom Line, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610-KONA. 547-1610-509-547-1610. If you'd like to join the bottom line, News Radio 610-KONA on this Thursday afternoon. You can also email us by going to the website, 610kona.com. Go to the bottom line page and send us your question or your comment. Uh, ran out of time uh, to mention this in the end of last segment. Art uh, called and uh, wanted to know about... Um, packing the court and if uh, and if somebody would you know anybody in the media would ask uh, Joe Biden point blank about that well art they actually did uh today when uh, Biden and Harris uh resumed uh work on the campaign trail um uh were they they were in Utah or Arizona I can't remember somewhere uh in the west and a reporter asked Joe Biden about uh, you know, what his plans were if he would try packing the court. And again, for those not familiar with that term, uh, because of the current makeup of the U.S. Supreme Court, um, packing the court would be adding more seats to the current nine justices on the U.S. Supreme Court and thus uh, appointing those seats. So if it's currently nine, you know, you might through, you know, act of Congress and it would have to be, you know, a supermajority, I believe, all of a sudden make it 12 or 15. Well, then you would get to then appoint all of those positions. So there would go the conservative leaning court that is already in place and uh, if and when Amy Coney Barrett is 
appointed and confirmed, uh, it would be even more. So uh, he was, Joe Biden was asked that on the campaign trail earlier today. His answer was, and I'm going to paraphrase because I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but the, I'm paraphrasing in that he would release that after he was elected. Um, and some notable comparisons have been made to that response. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, uh, Speaker of the House, once uh, said about a particular bill and, and package of bills, well, as soon as, you know, you'll know what's in it once you pass it. Well, I don't think that's really how it works, but nice try, I guess. Five four seven one six ten five zero nine five four seven one six ten. Um, a lot has been made about uh, this fly that has uh, that was uh, hovering around and, and landed on Mike Pence's head uh, during the debate, and, and everybody seems to be glomming onto that. Uh, just you know, because it's twenty twenty, right? <laughs> More people were paying attention to the fly than uh, what either candidate was saying or not saying, apparently. Um, okay, uh, there's there was a fly. Wonderful. Um, somebody, somebody forgot to close a door all the way, and a fly got in. All right. Um, there's, there's been flies around a lot of politicians. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if you want to make anything of that or not, um, but there it is. People are talking about that. Um, to the uh, to the gubernatorial debate. In a nutshell, a um, couple of points that that I saw, and I took away from it. Uh, number one, I thought Lauren Culp did better than I expected him to, and I really, I really wasn't sure how he would handle going up against a seasoned politician in a debate setting. He didn't look like he was a deer in headlights. He didn't uh, fumble and stumble a whole lot. There were a couple of points. Um, He made his points. Um, He sometimes didn't answer the question, but neither did Jay Inslee, and that's kind of, you know, what politicians do. Or they try to, they take that question as an opportunity to just riff about whatever. Um, but uh, I got to be honest, I I did not expect him to do that well, and and he did pretty darn well. He he certainly held his own, and he he um, he even went on the offensive a few times. So that's that's point number one. Lauren Culp did better than I expected. Jay Inslee did about as well as I expected him to to do. Uh, so if I'm if I'm scoring the the boxing match, um, I would give the 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 slight edge to uh, to Lauren Culp on that bout. If they if they debated, which they aren't going to, by the way, this was the one and only debate. If they were going to debate two or three more times, um, you know, I would expect Jay Inslee to do better. Um, than he did last night. I mean, he didn't do poorly in my view. It just, um, I was I was more struck by Culp's ability to hang with Inslee a lot more than I thought. Number two, um, 
was that uh, Jay Inslee, if any of you watched or listened to the debate, um, I was distracted, to be perfectly honest with you. I was distracted by the number of times Jay Inslee wanted to bring President Trump into the into the argument. Now, I know why he did it. He wants to appeal to his base. He wants to link Lauren Culp with the with Trump that they're one and the same. I mean, it's it's an old uh, debate tactic that, uh, you know, you link your opponent to somebody else that you think uh, the voters might not like and 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 hammer that point. Um, but number one, it came across like Jay Inslee was was more interested in debating Trump than Lauren Culp. That's the way it came across. And we, we we've had other callers mention that he doesn't seem to be able to let go of his uh, royally failing at uh, presidential run. That that must have really stung him a lot more than than we think because he he does he has gone on the offensive against Trump like he is still uh, campaigning for the Democratic nomination and I kind of got a little bit of that sense last night. The other thing to remember is, um, I don't know that that tactic is going to work on anybody other than the ones who are already going to vote for Inslee. I don't know that that's going to to work on undecideds and independents or moderates in either party, simply because we have so many issues in this state that have zero to do with President Trump, zero to do with President Trump. It has everything to do with decisions that this governor has made or not made and the legislature and other and other things that have been going on that I didn't think that that tactic was was all that good. Um, He did try to hammer on all the things that he had done well, uh, which, you know, was good. That's what you would expect. Uh, But, you know, Culp Culp held his own, I I think. And and even, like I said, went uh, landed a few blows as well. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from today? Yes, David Kennaway. Hi, Dave. What's up? I, I didn't. Uh, I wasn't very impressed at all in the way that that Inslee got to dodge the Nigerian prince scam money. The way he got to just kind of pawn it off as, oops. Because uh, I'm a, I'm a, in the medical industry, and because of the COVID, we got our hours cut down to 28 hours. We, we were furloughed for a couple months, and during that time, we were basically one or two hours off from being able to get any kind of unemployment or stimulus money so it, it made me really excited to uh to, to find out that people that don't even have in-state addresses were able to to get to get the benefits that uh, that i wasn't i made other arrangements i never actually counted on those because i'm not a, a mooch off the state kind of guy but I, that's what i wanted to say about that no i appreciate that thank you very much and uh, you know yes i think that again, um, this is an observation of mine. I saw it again last night. That is one example. Um, you know that incident, the uh, 
you know, problems with the uh, mental uh, mental health hospital, uh, Western State Hospital. Uh, there have been a couple of things that have gone sideways during his administration, and he always deflects. It's always somebody else's fault. I, I, I was racking my brain earlier today trying to find an example of where Inslee said, you know, I take full responsibility, I'm the governor, this stinks, and we're going to fix it, whatever it might be. I, I, I cannot recall a time when he did that. He takes credit for the things that go well, and when things don't go well, it's somebody else's fault, and, and he's the victim. Not the state, not us, but he is the victim. And that's, but and again, um, yeah, I think that surfaced again last night. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from today? This is Jeff from Pasco. Hi, Jeff. What's on your mind? Oh, I was, just, I was watching the uh, debate between Inslee and Culp, and when I was uh, taking notes, I noticed at the, uh, the end, Inslee brought up gun violence, and I love how Culp just put it back and said, we don't have a gun violence problem. We have a criminal violence problem. And they just ended at that. And I thought at one point Colt even called Inslee a criminal, and Inslee didn't, didn't even respond. Hmm. I, I I do remember that uh, that exchange um, about the, the the gun violence problem versus a criminal uh, problem. I I don't I don't recall um, him actually calling him a a criminal. He could have. Maybe I missed that too. Five four seven one six ten five zero nine five four seven. One six ten. Let's take another call before the break. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Uh, yeah, this is Rich. I'm in uh, Richland. Hi, Rich. What's on your mind? Hey, I was just wondering why uh, that uh, Culp never brought up uh, Biden and Harris's uh, record with the uh, minority population and Joe Biden's uh, sponsorship of the criminal uh, the crime bill in 1992. I was also curious why. Um, Lauren Culp didn't bring up his. Uh, I don't remember him. I mean, he brought that he was a he was a cop out of uh, Republic, but he never brought up the fact that um, uh, what what his record was like. Um, I was wondering why those never got brought up. Um, if you don't mind, I'd like to take my uh, answers offline. Absolutely, appreciate the call. Thank you so much. Um, I, I I don't know if well, I don't want to speak for Lauren Culp, uh, but. Um, I don't, again, I don't think bringing up the national political scene in a gubernatorial debate when there's so many topics uh, to discuss, so many issues to debate, is advantageous. Maybe that's why Lauren Culp didn't bring up uh, Biden and Harris uh, and, and why Jay Inslee a few times mentioned Trump. Um, I just... Uh, I, that could just be a a tactic that he used. Uh, as far as his own uh, record, again, I, I'm, I'd be getting into his head, and that's that's I don't know that that's fair, but um, it, the debate was only an hour long, and and uh, it was timed. There were four moderators firing questions, and we can get into that part of it too, which I think was just. God awful format, just god awful format. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I can answer that uh, really well. Why he didn't bring up his own record a little more? I think that he he went on the offensive, and uh, 
he did talk about not only his uh, his military record, his or service, his law enforcement service, but that he also owned a business for a long time. Back with more after this. The bottom line, the only place that cares what you think. Call in now, 509-547-1610. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. 547-1610, If you'd like to join the uh, bottom line, the discussion about uh, the vice presidential debate last night, the gubernatorial debate in the state of Washington last night, uh, we had lots to talk about in uh, in both of those uh, debates. Well, let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from today? This is Rebecca from Richland. Hi, Rebecca. What's on your mind? Yeah, I was wondering if anyone else noticed that um, Jay Inslee, when he was talking to um, Culp, he said stuff like, you're president, and, you know, you Trumpsters, and stuff like that. Trumpians, actually. That was, yes, that, yes, was a, that was a new one that he came up with, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And I, 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 thought it, I thought it was funny that he made a point to say you're president, and I'm thinking— isn't he your president, too? Well, that's an excellent point, Rebecca. It kind of goes to what I was saying last segment, that uh, Jay Inslee was trying very hard to tie Lauren Culp with President Trump, uh, not only because they're they're both Republicans, but because in uh, Jay Inslee's mind, uh, both different kind of Republicans. And um, he tried very hard to to paint that picture, whether that's justified or not. But that was a tactic. But yeah, it, it, <laughs> last time I checked, uh, the system in this country was we elect a president, like the person or not, they're our president. They're the president of the United States. Um, I know a lot of people did not like Obama, and a lot of people said he's not my president. Well, yeah, he was. He was. And just like Trump is our president today, like it or not. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What's up? Oh, very good. Well, I was watching the debate, the the, uh, the first debate, and I watched it as long as I felt I could. It was very uncomfortable for me. It was so stilted, and and I, I didn't like it at all. I, I didn't like the way the the answers, particularly for uh, Camilla, and so I kind of turned that off. And then later, I st- I turned on the other debate, the state debate with the governors. So I didn't get to see how they introduced the format. But I personally found it very relaxing, and I liked all the people who gave the questions, and I, I enjoyed the answers. I thought it was much more informative and much more uh, just natural and and it didn't feel so stilted so I in that regard I didn't I don't agree with you I thought they they asked very good questions and they seemed very adequate very uh, knowledgeable and I li- and I just really enjoyed it far and I did get to know something about the Republican candidate which I didn't haven't really known much about him before so in that regard, I was very pleased. Appreciate the call. Thank you so much. And and that's okay if you disagree with me. Here's and and you bring up some some good points. Here's specifically what I didn't like about the format on the gubernatorial uh, debate. 
yeah, all all well, huh. I thought at least three out of the four moderators were good. There was one, and I'm not going to name who it was. Uh, I felt uh, fell short, uh, let's just say, of of expectations. However, all four seasoned media professionals. The problem that I had with it was that everything was timed. Again, on its own, not a big deal. But when it's an hour-long debate and you have four seasoned media professionals who want to get their questions in in a short amount of time you have two candidates one a very seasoned politician the other wants to make an impression on voters you had six people that i felt were battling for time six people who i felt didn't have the voters' best interests in mind. I think that uh, with one exception, one of the moderators I thought did a very good job, uh, two did an okay job, and one eh, not so much. But I felt like everything was hurried. And yes, they asked good questions, but if there was just one or maybe two moderators asking questions, I think it would have gone much smoother and it wouldn't have been a train wreck at the end. Hour number two is on the way. This is the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA.